Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fit and Fab podcast. Working in Tyra, and today we've got a special guest with us, which is Miss Charlotte Connell. <laughs> hello, Charlotte. Hello, hello. So we have gathered here today to talk a little <laughs> bit more about body image. But first things first, how are you, Tyra? <laughs> I am I'm good I've done yoga this morning so I'm feeling quite zen today which is which is always nice I've got the house to myself my boyfriend's gone back no he's not gone back to England what am I saying he's gone back to Dubai so lucky for some yeah his um his dad's out there at the moment and he was like by the way I'm off so see you later and I was like okay right well then you've been Oh, this bin. So if anyone remembers Bingate, uh, we've got the bin now, the bin that is voice activated and motion censored and whatever. It cost about 300 euros. Um, this thing is doing my head in because it keeps opening without like just randomly. I'll be sat here and it opens. And obviously because I'm home alone, I'm not going to lie. I, I shit myself. <laughs> I'm just being, I'll be quiet. I'm doing some work. And suddenly it's like, yeah, no, no, I'm going to open. And I'm like, oh, that or there's ghosts in the house, but it's a new house. So I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> how are you? I'm really good. Thank you. I've injured myself yesterday and basically um, my finger is not very functional. I fucked oh, the barbell on my finger. So how did you manage that I was just putting a barbell back <laughs> and I just dropped my finger <laughs> it's Aww. it's really not pretty like my I think my fingernail is gonna pop off anytime oh, soon oh that is that's like what a one. yeah so oh well oh well we live we learn but that, that how are you Carolyn I'm good, I'm good. My last day in work today. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to start my new job next week. Moving on to bigger and better I know, things. I know. Me. I know I'm excited, I'm excited. Last day I'm a little bit sad, but I just had to leave Kinga. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the rest of the staff or not. And where do you new job? Where are you up to? So um I'm moving moving company. I'm going to uh the village gym. So completely different from the gym group and uh I'm excited good change change is good I think a lot of the time we can get caught up and overwhelmed and scared but I think change is always a good thing it will be 100% we'll make the most of it and I think change sometimes especially changing jobs give you that new burst of energy usually doesn't it I know I get quite complacent with things but I don't feel like I'm being challenged all the time so I like to be challenged this is a new challenge for me Love that. That's the attitude to have. But so we are talking about body image, which obviously females in the fitness industry, I feel like it takes up probably, well, so much brain space and energy and everything. Because, you know, we are in an in industry where it is very sort of aesthetic based. But that can also come with a lot of mental challenges as well. Exactly. So we've invited Charlotte in here today because I think she's going to 
offer a very interesting point of view to body image because I think a lot of people who see Charlotte would consider her hashtag body goals. Oh, no. Yet oh, no. <laughs> she just cringes anytime. <laughs> she cringes anytime I say that, but that's that's kind of how it is. And um, a lot of people kind of say that, comment that, and I thought it would be interesting to hear how body image kind of is perceived by people who you think are your hashtag goals do they struggle with body image do they not like yeah I thought that would be quite interesting to talk about Definitely. and I think let's start off so tell us a bit about just what got you um, into the fitness industry um, just your relationship with body image yeah kick us off so a while ago back in the day I've always been into fitness but more of like the athletic side so I was a sprinter national level sprinter hurdler for a very long time and then unfortunately um as training got harder and time progressed and I moved through different clubs um and I got very good at my sport I got I didn't get injured but an injury arose within me (laughs) which is my hips my hips are not very stable and I basically got told that um I need to stop (laughs) doing um hurdle sprinting it's just not good for my hips so that kind of put a bit of a downer on you know running and athletics for me because I knew I wasn't gonna be able to compete to the level that I wanted so I was like what what am I gonna do now I can't just stop being active you know and just mm. not do anything so that's how I kind of got into the gym and then I became a, and then I became a PT so that's um how I got into personal training and then I was always quite lean. So I've throughout my time being a PT and being into fitness, I've put on quite a lot of weight. Um, but when I say weight, I mean like muscle mass. So mm-hmm. when I first started, I weighed myself, I was like 51 kilos and now I'm nearly 70. But it's the reason I have an issue with um, my body is because even though when I look at myself, I think I look good. When I go on social media, I look at people that look better and you just can't help but compare yourself. I know it's not healthy. And I, I those people that I always used to compare myself to, I don't, I don't follow those people anymore. I'm trying to fall back in love with myself and how I look and how I should feel. Because at the end of the day, I can't be them and they can never be me. So mm-hmm. I can only be my version of that. So that's what I'm trying to achieve. But I do think it is quite interesting when obviously, you know, King has said before, everyone has their own view on what they think they should look like you know you know I think I should look like this or someone should look like that but you should be your own version of that you should use that as inspiration 100% and I think the interesting thing as well is is digging into where these ideas come from like we often set our like standards of ourselves so high and it's like why because you would never say to a friend oh I think you could lean up a bit here or actually your body is not really worthy but then when it comes to ourselves we we don't look for the parts of ourselves that we like we are so focused on the areas that we don't like and it's like what where it's interesting to ask where we where where it comes from what why why do we feel like we need to be a certain way I feel like it comes a lot from social media. Hmm. I think a lot from social media just because in this kind of generation, it's all online. It's all, oh, I look like this or I can buy this or I can have this, you know, and 
it's when when you look on social media it's not a true represent, representation of people but we perceive it as their true well, you know representation so someone might be you know have certain things that you want and you'd be like oh how have they been able to get that but it might not be theirs they're just trying to show you a life or an image that they want you to see it's not actually them it doesn't exist it doesn't exist so i think that's I why think- i mean it's always good to hold yourself to a high standard it's always good to have goals but i think they have to be healthy and in relation to you should what what i've come to learn is you should always use these people as inspiration and be your version of that because my body section the way i look i can never walk on a victoria's secret runway never mm-hmm. never but that means that doesn't mean i can't be my version of that it doesn't mean i can't you know train to to look like that in my own way you know Absolutely. And I think what's really interesting as well, and I totally agree with you with the online thing, but what's so interesting about that is the people we follow, if you actually just look at, say, Instagram, because I think that's where it's most prevalent, like it is an image-based platform, we almost get so caught up in our own echo chambers. So with like the algorithm of just how Instagram works, like if you are only following fitness accounts or if you are only following fitness models or Victoria's Secret models or people who are just always in their bikinis and stuff, we're always following and engaging and liking with these accounts. And then you go on the explore page um, or the for you page or whatever. And that's what comes up. So we almost get caught up in our own echo chamber and we're only seeing like 3% of the entire population. And I think what's so detrimental is that we think that these bodies are normal because it's all we see, because it's all we engage with, it's all we follow for whatever reason that we do follow. But point being, we follow them and we forget that they're actually the minority, but because we see them so often, we get so consumed with it. But actually, for a normal, say, office worker for, or a teacher or a nurse or just a normal person who works maybe like 50 hours a week and doesn't have, it's not their job to be in the gym for like three hours a day and eat chicken and rice and you know, to look that way, but these normal people are comparing themselves and trying to aim for something that is just not really in their reach. And it really, really skews the idea. And it's no wonder that people are so self-conscious and have body image struggles. What what I always think is um, these people that you see on Instagram that you follow, you know, with all the followers and they've got all the sponsorships and, you know, everything... That, that that's their job they're paid you know they're getting paid to to advertise this and to look like this and to be a certain way so they're obviously going to put more time into their body image how they look you know because they're getting paid to do that so obviously they're going to have to be in shape all year round always have the hair on always look nice on every post always be able to be happy and smiley and blah blah but that's because that, that's their job, you know. If I was getting paid to do that, yo, I'd be getting my hair done every day. I'm going to get my nails done, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, because I'm getting paid to do that. That's my job. So that's what I think people don't think about is, you know, if, if I'm getting paid to look a certain way, then, you know, I'm going to look that way every single day. I, I have to keep up with that image. But for people, like you said, that work at office job, they should see that as, you know, 
oh, I would love to aspire to be that in my own way. But remember that that's their job. They get paid to look good all year round, be shredded, have a tan, always have the hair done, you know, always have the latest gear on, blah, blah, blah. So if I was getting paid to do that, I'd be looking sick every day, you know, <laughs> but I'm not. So I'd be the best I can with the time I have in the gym. Exactly. It's exactly that. And I think it's also remembering that, yes, it's their job, but also these physiques weren't created in six weeks or 12 weeks. Like these people who have these incredible, like phenomenal physiques, they didn't, their body doesn't look like that because they did a seven day detox or because they went on some fad diet or they did a six week shred they have been working day in day out for probably years to achieve that and it doesn't it, it really doesn't come easy it's like when women are going a bit on a different tangent here but like when people are women are afraid to lift weights because they're like oh I don't want to look bulky it's like my goodness it is so difficult to build muscle yeah <laughs> it's so hard to actually get a physique like that and it's not going to happen in six weeks it's not going to happen in 12 weeks it's probably you know it's going to take years and months and months and months of consistency so then when you're comparing you're looking at these people and then and Kinga and I've spoken about this on the podcast before like people selling their bodies and being like oh buy my six week shred people think that they're buying that body through like the the six week shred and they'll get that body but the two do not relate at all yeah i don't what i don't understand and i i don't know why i think kingdom might have something to say about this but <laughs> why do females think that if you have mass you're manly yeah why what why is that like I don't know how that's perceived because all the physiques that these girls say, oh, I want to look like that and I want to do this. They've all got muscle. mass, muscle everywhere. They've got shoulders, back, hamstrings, quads, glutes, everything. And they're like, oh, what? I don't, I don't, I don't want to get manly. Like, and that's the it's impossible it's it's exactly- to build mass to look like a man or be manly or masculine. But do you know yeah. what I have to say? It's men, men saying to females, yeah. "Oh, you're getting too big." People say it to me, and like people definitely say it to Charlotte because he's got she, she, he. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, me. I'm not white, sweet. <laughs> she's got really good muscle mass. Do you know what I mean? And she can probably lift more than some of the guys in here, and it doesn't matter. And I think it it's kind of again because females, you know, in this day and age we need to be small we need mm-hmm. to yeah tiny waist but we need to have a big bomb no yeah, don't yeah. we need to have a big bomb but no not muscle so we just need to get a bbl but we can't get a plastic surgery because, because that's not get- good mm-hmm. but but you have to still have a good uh, like big bomb big boobs but a very small waist there is absolutely no pouch on your belt like oh flat abs, abs yeah 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 big lid doesn't matter yeah mm-hmm. um, um it's like okay tell me tell me again how I should look like and it's like oh I don't want to get bulky it's because people think that they're literally going to be like Arnold with just like a female head on it but regardless of that like like I want muscle why should why is someone telling me how I want to look like oh don't get too big because what because why can't I get too big 
why can't I get too big? It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous though, isn't it? That everything comes down. So everyone should want to build muscle because it's metabolically healthy to have muscle, yet we reduce the incredible benefits of having high muscle mass. We reduce it to looking a certain way, which, yeah, I guess, again, it, it probably does come down to social media um, because, again, being like, oh, if you've got loads of muscle mass and, you know, it will reduce your chance of developing chronic illnesses like type 2 diabetes and heart disease, but, like, that's not sexy because people want to look good and they want their results now. They're not interested that in 20 years down the line they might not have a stroke or whatever. I think it's body image and the whole, I don't know, image of looking good now and wanting fast results and living in the now rather than like delayed gratification. Although that, that's probably a whole different tangent as well, but it's all related, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And even like, I don't know, with elderly, like reduced risk of falls, things like that or even say if you get into an accident do you know what I mean you can get into an accident literally any day um car accident whatever if you're recovering from like an accident you're gonna lose muscle mass so imagine yeah. then for example doing your rehab and trying to get out of bed again when you've not had the muscle mass in the first place Such and it's ring do you know what I mean like if you had like good muscle mass and it shrunk a little bit your recovery gonna be so much better than if you had literally no muscle mass and you went to like minus 20 percent of muscle mass jamie yeah yeah that that that's such a good point it's just i don't there's a lot of external pressure and i guess this comes down to your values as well so it's not bad if you value aesthetics I think that's perfectly valid but it's also making sure that you've got other things in your life that are important that don't just fall on body image so knowing that you are worthy and just practicing gratitude and being grateful for all the things that your body can do outside of what it looks like as well and it's really cultivating that and every day just acknowledging that you are more than a body and actually your body is probably the least interesting thing about you because yeah. you can have a really really attractive body but if you're a horrible person no one's gonna want to go near you so <laughs> like what's the point I think we all know a person like that yeah <laughs> hundred percent and it's just like your for example your friends don't care about your body and like no one actually cares apart from you probably but like it's what I wanted to highlight especially getting Shah on the podcast is that no matter what your body is if you have poor body image you will always have poor body image like a lot of people would say oh I want to look like Shah I know I want to look like Tyra I want to look like Kinga whatever but it never stops if you're not happy with yourself because Shah will find someone who she wants to look like. And then whoever Shah looks up to, they will find someone else. You know what I mean? There's always someone. The grass is always greener. The grass, <laughs> the grass is always, is always greener. greener I guess the point there is as well, like it, your body image is just your perception. 
it, it's it's very rarely I think got to do with your actual physical body and more of to do with the way that you see yourself and the way that you show up because a lot of people are like oh she's she's so confident and all this but that's I I don't think that's got a lot to do with your actual physical body that's just how you perceive yourself and how you show up in the world and because we've spoken about this before as well Kinga where you can one day when when things are going well in your life and you're you're happy it's summer and the weather's good and you've got lots going on and you're busy you often feel better about yourself, but then something can happen or say you're during your period or something. And then the very, very next day, you're all of a sudden looking at your thighs and you're like, oh, don't really like that. Don't want to wear shorts. Or you're looking at your stomach and you're like, oh, I don't really like that role. But your body cannot change that quickly. So it's very much to do with your mood as well, because your physical body does not change overnight, but your, your body image absolutely can, which again is why it's so important, important to like cultivate gratitude and be thankful for, and, and I guess practice like body functionality rather than just this is how my body looks and my perception of it is if I'll have a good day if I feel like I look good or my day will be ruined if I feel like I look rubbish in these jeans sort of thing. Yeah, that's true. And I'm laughing now because I've spent a lot, like people think, I think people have a perception of me that I'm quite confident, <laughs> but I've spent the last, what, three, four days crying to Charlotte <laughs> in the office that, oh my God, I hate the way I look this week, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, literally I had really bad, really poor body image few days let's just say and I've been literally crying to her every day I was like I can't do this anymore why am I today I feel better you know what I mean <laughs> and it's like <laughs> did my body change absolutely not but suddenly okay. I just feel better about it and something that's quite important I think as well is that it it's okay not to love the way you look as well yeah. And it's like, it's okay to want to change how your body looks. Like there's nothing wrong with it. So it's not always that you have to like, you know, however you look like you have to love it. It's like, you absolutely have every right, you know, to pursue fat loss or um, muscle gain or fat gain, whatever that is that will, you know, make you more satisfied with your body. Um, but what you can't do is just think that, suddenly everything will change everything will click as soon as you have that body because it won't so what I quite like to do what calms me down a little bit it's kind of like it's a little bit of, of the it is what it is approach so when I'm having those like really sad thoughts about my body all I do is like it is what it is like what can I do about it now like I can't exactly just chop it all off it, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I can't <laughs> just chop my... <laughs> it, it this is it but I can take action today uh-huh. that maybe in one two three ten months time will bring me to where I want my body to be do you know what I mean so it's like instead of kind of crying about it what I should do and I'm calling myself out as much as anyone else so don't worry instead of crying about it and feeling bad for it it's just acknowledge like I, I, I just don't like it okay I want to change it and that's fine so what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go to the gym do my workouts I'm gonna go do some steps 
I've just said to Tyra, I was on, on, on a call, on, on a Zoom meeting, and I just did it on the treadmill because, well, I can't, I work in a gym. I know it's a privilege, but I just like when sometimes if you can have your camera off, why not just go do a little walk? I remember I used to do uni from the gym <laughs> when, when uni was online. <laughs> I used to go to lectures and still like finish up my workout, but <laughs> it's not like I'm recommending doing this, but <laughs> there's always something that she can do. There's always something that she can do. If there's like, there's always some action that she can take. You can even go on like a little five minute stroll every so often, like, I can't I, I don't believe many people have especially people who are sat down for example for a lot of the day I don't believe you can't get off for five minutes and just do a little something I can't I can't believe you can't you know have fruit, fruit and veg with your meal like with every meal and make sure that this is what kind of fuels you fills you up and those actions like training regularly having your fruit and veg like it's so simple and everyone knows about it but it's like almost everyone's looking for that extra thing you know it's like oh the magic pill exactly and it's like the magic pill is in self-compassion that's the magic pill that's what joins it together it's like be kind to yourself and and think like I'm having a poor body image day I don't like the way it look I look and that's okay but it is what it is and I can only do what I can do I can't chop all my fat off I can't suddenly just super glue biceps <laughs> because I want bigger biceps or bigger glutes like I can't like you can't like what, 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 why are you so I think the yourself? key there why is giving yourself grief for 100% be kind, but then be hard working and and go after I think the key there as well though is acceptance and something that you were talking about there your language just then was so so powerful you probably didn't realize you were doing it because you do regularly practice self-compassion so you probably didn't even realize but I picked up on it and you were saying I can do this I can do this I can do this and even just reframing the way you talk to yourself instead of shaming yourself to change and looking for the things that you can't do or being negative or oh, I have to do this and I know I should be doing this and oh, I, 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 I can't do this. You were going, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And just reframing it, it's so much more positive and it's so powerful. Just those slight changes in wording and the slight change in mindset. And when you're, because you, you cannot shame yourself into change because the more you shame yourself, you set yourself on this pedestal and you give yourself this opportunity to almost fail because then as soon as you do something that's not on plan or that's not quite right or your body doesn't look a certain way you can almost bully yourself and be like oh no I, I it, it breeds negativity whereas when you're saying I can do this and I can go for a walk and I can make sure I'm getting my protein in and I actually want to go for a walk because down the line I want to feel fitter and I want to feel stronger and I want to be able to do pull-ups in the gym and all of a sudden you're like no, no I don't have to do this I actually want to do it and I think that is the key I think when you bully yourself which is ultimately what you're doing when you're being hard on yourself you are the bully and I think I think that's quite hard to hear it was hard to hear 
when when I was called out on that, that I'm just being a bully to my, towards myself, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like oh, I would never. Be yeah. Else. Well, I, I'm happy to bully myself. Like what? Mm. Um, it just you know what I mean. Like, it just opens up your eyes, and it's like imagine like I'm sure we've all had like that manager or that teacher that always used to just moan and be like this is this they need to do this and this is not, and this is not good this is not good this is not. I'm sure we always had like at least one person like that in our lives and is this when we were performing our best is this when we wanted to do the work or like the best leaders the best managers like at work and stuff are the people who actually give you that freedom and encouragement for you to actually take action and then you want to go above and beyond you don't just you know finish your to-do list and that's it like the bare minimum you go above and beyond because you feel valued you, you want to do it and and how are you supposed to feel valued and want to do things for yourself if you're if you're the bully if you're on bully yeah 100% and I think it it comes down to as well like you're you're not always going to love the way that your body looks but regardless of how it looks it still deserves your respect and you certainly your mind you live in your head 24 7 so if you're if you've only got negative things to say about your body it's going to be a very very negative space and you're going to struggle with so many things every time you look in the mirror are you are you almost looking for your flaws? And then when you find them, you're, you're, you're almost being disgusted by yourself because you're like, oh, this, this, this is gross. I, I hate this. Are you like actually body checking all the time? Are you physically like pinching skin? None of this stuff is, is, is helpful at all, at all. And I think it's really being quite self-aware and actually calling yourself out each time that you do this so every single because so often I think we accept our thoughts for what they are so we'll have a negative thought about our body and it's like well yeah okay and 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 our thoughts just run wild but it doesn't have to be that way and in fact it shouldn't be that way you shouldn't be bullying your body all the time and you can 100% change these thoughts and call yourself out and be like okay that thought's just entered my mind I see that thought do I know for a fact that this is true so say your thought is oh I look humongous in these jeans yet they're the same pair of jeans you wore last week and you felt absolutely killer in them it's like okay I'm going to challenge that that belief that thought there because last week I felt I felt really good in them so it's just, I think, be- becoming very, very aware of your se- of your your internal dialogue to yourself. Yeah, definitely. And it's almost sometimes, even if the thought is true, you have to ask yourself: Is it helpful <laughs> to obsess over it? Do you know what I mean? Or is it helpful? Like, I don't know. Say, in your opinion, you do have let's just say too much body fat too little body fat too much muscle too little muscle whatever it is that you're beating yourself up about like it is what it is isn't it it's like is it helpful for you to keep reminding yourself about it or is it more helpful to just accept it for what it is 
And if you do want to change it, take action in line with that. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm curious as well. So Charlotte, like what we you, you spoke a bit about at the beginning, but what has been your experience in the fitness industry, like in regards to your body image? Have you found that you feel empowered or if, if you ever feel negative about it, like what sort of triggers those feelings or insecurities? what makes me feel better about my own body and makes me feel more confident in myself is the fact that I always take pictures Mm -hmm. like I'm always like documenting my journey so for example um I go on like my Instagram archive like every day (laughs) to see what I was doing like this time a couple years ago or to see like my progression and to see how I've progressed physically with training mentally and just how my whole image has changed that gives me more confidence that you know I've been working hard and my consistency is paying off well sometimes what makes me feel a little bit more down or not as confident in myself or triggers you know my almost like gym anxiety like I do get some kind of training anxiety sometimes um (laughs) is just when you know I've just I've been training and I'm just not really seeing any results or I feel flat I don't feel very strong um I've not really I'm trying to hit all my meals but I've not had the appetite to eat them and then the the next day I feel flat and then I can't train and I'm just like oh gosh like what why that that kind of upsets me because I take I probably shouldn't but I take my my image and my training quite seriously when I am training so when I come to do a session and I'm just not motivated and I get to the gym and I'm like, nah, I'm going home, <laughs> you know? And then, cause obviously you, you have those days as much as I am strict on myself and I am motivated. I have them days where I'm not motivated. And those, that, those times in particular is when I am quite hard on myself, but what, what I've come to realize and what I've learned is I have to listen to my body mm-hmm. and I have to understand that there's a reason why, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling strong today or I'm not feeling I'm not feeling very pumped or I can't hit the heavier weight on this so I've not been able to hit this weight for more reps or you know I'm feeling a little bit more watery than usual I've stayed the same weight for a bit why have I not put on mass it's just that I'm having those those days and I need to just accept it for what it is I know why I'm, I'm feeling like this so those days where you know I'm not feeling motivated I'm just like, well, it's probably because I'm a bit tired. I've not ate, so I should probably just go home and go bed rather than force myself to train. I've, rather than being so hard on myself, I've just tried to accept why I feel that way and then just get on with it and then just train the next day. Yeah, I think that's so, so important. And it's quite a skill, I think, because a lot of the time we can almost ruminate on, on these negative feelings and we hold on to them because... I don't know, they almost make up part of our identity, I guess, in some cases. And we feel we feel like we need to hold on to them and maybe it feeds into the whole shaming ourselves into change instead of going, I accept this for what it is. I'm not having a good body image day or maybe I'm not feeling as strong or I just feel a bit flat. And then acknowledging that 
all of these states, all of these mental states, they're always temporary. And that's something that's really helped me when I'm having a bad body image day or when I feel flat, it's like, it's fine because I know it will pass. So I can sit with it and it does suck, but it's fine because feelings are, feelings come and go. And it's something that I really, have started doing more and more often now is just trying to be more present and when things are really good or when I'm feeling really really good about myself I actually acknowledge these feelings instead of just taking them as okay yeah right cool I feel great whatever move on I really really practice gratitude and I'm I really as much as I possibly can like absorb all of these feelings because I know as well that these good feelings aren't going to be there forever and then it just helps as well when you're in those in the bottom pit and you're feeling rubbish about yourself you can remember that it's temporary and you will feel good again and it's just part of life so it's almost not resisting it all the time and just going yeah okay it's a bit of a bad body image day what can I do that will make me feel better and doing those things definitely and I think another very very good point is that like everyone struggles with it and I think everyone struggles with a little bit more when you're unable to train which is kind of, but but that's again kind of us focusing on what on what we can't do rather than what we can do. So oh, I can't train for whatever reason because I'm tired and have time. Whatever, but you've just gained like an hour, hour and a half of your day. I mean, what you can do, you can go to sleep, you can cook yourself a nice tea. Yeah, you can you can do so many things with that. You can read. You can. You can, you, I don't know, Netflix, you can, you can literally do whatever you want. So it's like, instead of obsessing that you didn't go to the gym that day or that week or whatever, just think how much time you've gained to be with your friends, to, to do other things. So it's like always trying to shift that focus from, yeah, you can't train, but you can do many things. Or like, I don't know, if you have an ankle injury or a knee injury you can still train your upper body yeah. uh, if you have a, a shoulder injury you can still train your lower body and and, and can do some leg ex- like I don't know whatever so it's like there's always something you can do I think the main there's thing there, you absolutely hit the nail on the head there and I think the main thing is that you can always show up for yourself I think a lot of the time people put their body image and their especially in our industry their whole self-worth into how they look and like going to the gym and then when that gets taken away so say for example when you're ill and maybe you can't exercise and then you worry about your body changing and then suddenly you're spiraling because you almost think who am I without my body instead of looking for the opportunities and maybe what you can do so when I was ill a couple weeks ago it was like oh I I can't I can't go to the gym but then actually in not going to the gym which was like a half an hour walk there a half an hour back an hour in the gym it was like two hours and it's like okay I've 
suddenly got two hours now what what can I do like is there another way that I can show up for myself and is that maybe doing an extra nutrition lecture or is that doing a bit of journaling because I know that sometimes I do let that slide or could I maybe just roll up my yoga mat in my front room and do 15 minutes it's exactly it's just showing up for yourself in one way or another and being really fluid and not being not having like rigid set rules or not relying on your the way your body looks or your performance in the gym to be your entire identity and knowing that you've got like multiple facets of your identity and who you are and again the way your body looks is only important to you no one else cares about that it's literally you are the only person who cares about how your body looks i got another question for charlotte i was just wondering (laughs) (laughs) if as a pt have you ever felt the pressure to look good be strong have you ever felt like oh, if I, I don't know, lose weight or put on weight or whatever, if my body changes, I'm not going to be able to make a living. Or like, did you feel you get criticism from other PTs, from clients, from members? Like, I would like to kind of know a little bit more about that. So I think I'm a lot better with it now because I don't really... PT as much I do more management side but back when I was full-time PT and I was a bit younger so when I was like 18 19 20 maybe (laughs) like that that sort of like younger kind of mindset I did put a lot of pressure on myself because I was like oh I'm a PT you know I've got to look good I've always got to be in the gym I've always got to you know have makeup on I gotta have my hair nice I have to represent my business through my body and how I look so I did used to put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure you know just just about like h- how I look and because that at the end of the day I thought would you know attract clients which is it probably it does because people will look at me and be like oh I want to look like you which is not realistic for some people because you can't be me and I can't be you like I was saying before you know you should be your version of me if, if, if I'm if I'm what, what you want to look like you know I, I, I should be your inspiration same way that I look up to you know other um fitness influencers and I'd be like oh I want you know my leg to be like that or whatever whatever but I can't be like that because my body's not my muscles aren't the same as you know hers so whereas now I'm a great believer and I talk to King about it like every day (laughs) I believe that you know whatever energy you put out into the universe is a reflection of you and it comes back and radiates back to you so if I have you know I'm so hard on myself and I'm, you know, always wanting to be perfect and this and this and this, although I might look good, I'm not putting out that positive, friendly, you know, approachable vibe that's going to attract clients to me. So what I've done is I took a bit of a step back and I, I still take my training seriously and, you know, I train and I eat good and, you know, that's, that, that's for me, but I've kind of taken a step back and put and radiated more of my personality out there because at the end of the day you know you can uh, you can be you can be the best PT like you can look the best you can have the abs the glutes the shoulders the nice hair the makeup flawless every day but you might not know a damn thing about anything Mm. and you can't give that to your clients because they they, they're not going to gain anything from that it's all it's all well and good you know looking good but you have to be able to back up you know 
your your business so you have to you know know how to train your clients know how to help them get the results that they want you know and I take a lot of that from Kinga because she's so she makes me feel bad because she's so well knowledge on like everything and she's always like oh I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm like wow I should do that <laughs> but it's good because that motivates me to be better so because you know Kinga comes in with that lovely positive attitude and she's like yeah I've got clients this I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm like wow I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that because it, it gives me that motivation because she radiates that amazing energy to me and I feel it and it just makes me want to do more. So that's how I think that, you know, you should attract clients on the gym floor or attract anything in, in your life is to just be positive, own who you are, do what you want to do and just radiate that positive, beautiful energy into the atmosphere and it will come back to you because people doesn't really matter how you look as a PT you know it's, it's all well and good like I was saying before looking good whatever cool but if you're an amazing PT you've been a PT for years and you can like show people your business and how all of your clients have achieved all their goals and they're all happy in the gym and everyone's got confidence and you know that's more of a true reflection of your business as a PT rather than just looking good you should just be happy for everyone and radiate this like I was saying for positive attitude and take every day as it comes and be happy you know you're here and you're alive and you're breathing and you can train and you can have a positive influence on other people's lives oh amen to that oh fine mic drop mic drop <laughs> yeah I, I think what you've just encapsulated there is like you are so much more than just your body so don't don't restrict yourself don't limit yourself to being a body because yeah your personality and how you leave people and how you make people feel that's what you're going to be remembered for you're not going to be remembered for the fact that you had abs or that swimming costume that you wore on holiday to Greece in like 2019 or whatever it's going to be the way that you make people feel and I think that is so much more important than how how you look 100% and I think when you worry so much about how you look you're gonna you know that energy that you release is gonna be pure insecurity <laughs> you're gonna release insecurity into the air so how someone who's insecure about how they look gonna be attracted to someone who projects that insecurity you know and if they are imagine like if I don't know I choose a PT because of how they look and they're so like insecure about themselves I'm gonna think they're judging me as well yes because oh, you know what I mean? it's like 100% because oh my god you think you, you think you look bad ah <gasps> I'm never going to show you a progress picture. I'm not going to be honest about what I eat because I'm going to try to impress you. And like, I, for example, never have problems with honesty with my clients. They just always tell me how things are, like whatever. I've never have problems that they're trying, you know, to make it out as, I don't know, they're doing something when they're not. They're, they're just dead honest every time. And, and I always highlight that with them. But yeah, I think if I had someone who I just thought look good and so like I, I'd struggle to open up to them about my real problems because if they think so badly about themselves 
What are you going to think how of me? Yeah, how, do, how can it help me feel better in my body? Such a good point. And I actually put a post up the other day and it was basically, um, it was essentially asking. So there, there is so much, we do focus so much on aesthetics, but it's like, if you are worried about being judged, who are you judging? Because yeah. we, we often like, we, we project... <laughs> We, we, we project our own thoughts and stuff onto other people. So if we're worried about people judging our bodies, it probably means that we're judging other people's bodies as well. Because not everyone is going to look at you and judge your body. Like that, that's, that's not the forefront of everyone's mind. But if it's the forefront of your mind and you're constantly looking at other people's, which again, it comes to the whole so, so, social media thing. If it's all you're seeing, if it's all your, if it's all you can think about, then you probably are going to be consumed by these thoughts of body image and people's bodies and how your body looks. But it's just having that self-awareness. Like if you're constantly judging yourself, you, you're, you're probably looking at other people and judging their bodies and stuff as well, which isn't a criticism because we all do it time to time. We're only human. It's just being aware of it. Exactly. 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 That was a great podcast, wasn't it? I really enjoyed this. Absolutely. Really enjoyed this. Loved it. And I think the, the biggest take home message is one, everybody and everybody <laughs> struggles with <laughs> struggles with body image yeah it, it's not exclusive to you it, it it's literally every single person to focus on what you can do not what you can't do and what you can't change because that will only be bringing you down that will not bring you any peace of mind whatsoever three achieving a certain physique will not make you happy or will not improve your body image however acceptance and showing up for yourself will thank you (laughs) (laughs) absolutely charlotte if people want to find you on social media where do they need to head to um so people can follow my instagram it's just my name so it's charlotte j connell and you can follow me on there (laughs) amazing lovely Tyra what about what about you you tell me first (laughs) oh my so just Tyra Greenwood underscore PT and yeah if you want uh one-to-one coaching the link is in my bio or if you just want to come for a chat my dms are always open what about you If you want to find me on Instagram as well, Kinga underscore Fulminate Fitness. Um, so yeah, again, sliding those DMs. <laughs> sliding those DMs. Very, very open. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you, Charlotte, for um coming on the podcast and chatting with us. And I will speak to you guys uh, next week. Bye-bye. Bye.